This is Sound of a Record from Kettleflower in Nashville, Tennessee, where we talk about the songs, what inspired them, how they got made, and what it all means. Welcome to Sound of a Record. This is Patrick Rickleton, one half of the band Kettleflower. This episode is a conversation between me and the other half of the band, Mike Purcell, one out of a series of five episodes, each discussing a song on our EP titled At Sundown in the Blackout. Thank you for listening, and please take a moment to stream or download the record at Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, and lots of other places. Track three on our EP, At Sundown in the Blackout, is called Looking for the Light. It just occurred to me that we and all of our EPs now have an instrumental track, and this is uh, that was not by design. We've just happened to have a track that was an instrumental that we liked that seemed to fit in with the tone of the EP, and this is this is one of those um, looking for the light, which is really your creation and um, kind of a last minute thing to include this in the EP because uh, I sort of had four songs in mind. It just occurred to me rel- relatively recently that this would fit really nicely in with the feeling and the tone of the, of the record, and especially as a centerpiece, as track three out of five. You know, it is born out of the thing that this the CP is really about, which is which is the the lockdown and 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 the effects that the pandemic has had on us in particular, and and really on the society. This is a, a track that you sent to me practically finished at the end of May. The the working title you have was 053120, that's May 31st, 2020. And I loved it right away and I, I strummed these chords over and over for weeks off and on, um, hoping to maybe write a melody or lyrics for it. And nothing really came. You know, I, I threw out the idea to you to, let's just make this a track on the record and you thought that was a good idea. And uh, so we, just did a few things. All I did was I put on some like real shakers, a tambourine. <laughs> That's my only real contribution. I did I did take some of your uh, like string and synth tracks that were in the original session, and I I flew those into the end and kind of created an, an outro kind of coda uh, by just sort of staggering those tracks and and um, and and swirling them together. But that was my only contribution. This is this is really your your track so so tell us about it how did it start uh, what does it mean to you how did it all come together you know this was so may 31st 2020 what almost three months into kind of this pandemic thing you know and and seeing like more people dying and you know the government doing whatever the government was doing and there was a lot of just kind of anxiety and unease and and tension on a daily basis. And I was just consuming a lot of news and there was very rarely any good news on the news. It was, it was a lot of, uh, I mean, just honestly scary things going on, not knowing how things were going to, were going to turn out. It it was, it was really just born out of a lot of, uh, anxiety and, um, I was writing a lot of instrumental tracks around this time period uh, because it was kind of my my therapeutic outlet. You know, when I'm working on music, I'm not thinking about anything else. It's it's a very mindful practice for me. 
when I'm when I'm doing the music, I'm not thinking about what's going on with COVID. I'm not thinking about you know the financial insecurity that that came for a lot of people, myself included. You know, just because uh, work had been shut down, basically. You know, this was one of those songs I, I recorded it over three nights. You know, I started on May 31st, and I probably I think I finished it up on the second. And you know, I'd start at like six or seven at night and go to eleven or twelve at night. And it was sort of my way to unwind at the end of the day and and let out, you know, these things that were kind of eating me up. You know, and and the whole song. It's kind of uh, one of these minor key things. And when I was building the track, I selected things that felt anxious to me, that created a feeling of unease or, or tension. You know, there's kind of this percolating loop underneath that, that's sort of just pulsing in, in, a, in a dark way. In the choruses, I think there's a, a B3 that's just a single note that, that drones over the whole thing. And, and to me, it kind of reminded me of, of a, my ears ringing, you know, just this, this sound. You know, that's kind of what, like, everything bombarding me felt like. It was just this nonstop you know, wall of noise that was all these things going on at the time. As I was writing it and recording it, I didn't want people to feel happy when they listened to it. I wanted people to feel uneasy. And, you know, there's a lot of things in this song that, that kind of create that feel. And, and additionally, I wanted it to build up, um, you know, to start at this low point, to build to this tremendous crescendo um, of, of just noise, basically, you know, because that's that's what I felt like life was at that point. You know, towards the end, I was going through synthesizer patches and just finding the weirdest, most distorted, atonal things. And it was funny, I, I was listening to this song, I don't know, about a week ago in the car with my girlfriend, and, and we got to the end of the song, and she's like, oh yeah, I remember this song. She, she said I was back in the, in the back room recording it, and these synthesizer patches were giving her like a panic attack, you know, just because it was just these, these noise and these weird things. And, and to me, that, that, that's kind of a, you know, kind of a victory, because it, it, it's what I was going for. You know, a lot, a lot of times when I write songs, you know, that, that's kind of, I think the tracks are definitely initially influenced by that. But then as I start to add more elements in, it kind of becomes more about building the song and like finding something that works within the, the parameters of what's already there. You know, I loved what you what you did to the song on the end. And, and that's kind of one of those examples of of you creating something and then me taking it a little bit further because... Um, you know, previously it just ended with this huge crescendo and, and then it, you know, the song ended. But it, I liked how you, how you took these strings and kind of built this sort of come down at the end of the song. You know, the mix has this uh, sort of trick where everything fades off into, into reverb and, and uh, kind of feels like it's moving away. And, and, you know, I really like that because 
I kind of feel like that's what happens as time passes, you know, these, the feelings and stuff that I was feeling at that time that were so intense, um, aren't as intense anymore. It's something else that's bothering me today, but, uh, or maybe not bothering me today, but I liked how, how it sort of tied everything up. Yeah, what I kept coming back to, there's there's just a real purity to this track where I felt like you you didn't overthink anything. Yeah. It was it felt like very instinctual. You everything fit the way it should. And that's why I couldn't just do anything. I couldn't improve upon it. There was no need to. And the only reason for that ending was to um was to really segue it out into the next track. Cause we have the the fourth track has this real sort of uh noisy warm bed that it starts with and I wanted to to somehow get to that because the way one of the things that's that's really cool that you do with this musically is that that big crescendo hits a big explosion a big climax but there's no resolution it's like um I feel like you're playing a D major a G major and an E minor all at the same time because I I could never figure out what that chord was but I know for sure it wasn't just a, a a D major chord you know which is which is what it should resolve to And again, that's that's just a, a simple and, and effective way to communicate the feeling at the time, which was there is no resolution here. You know, this is this is how this is feeling, and it's it, well, yeah, just saying. Coming back to it, this is kind of one of those things where we revisit a song later, and you know, we're we're thinking differently. And like you said, at that time, it, everything was unresolved, and and uh, that was the idea on that end to just leave people hanging because. I didn't know what was going to happen, you know. Was I going to go out and go to the grocery store and get sick and die? Or, you know, there was just a lot of, like, like thoughts like that swirling around. I think it's kind of brilliant. You, you talked about using that for the segue, but it also, I kind of, I think, fits the theme of the music. I've always liked those kind of segues and, you know, between songs and um, whenever possible trying to make songs flow into each other and, and, and make it an actual record. I, th- I think this is our first, even though it's just a five-song EP, to me it feels like our first real, anything close to like a, a concept, a, a record that's united by a concept. And, and, then, and then it feels like it all sort of belongs together. And <clears throat> so I really wanted to, I feel like each track flows nicely into the next. And I thought this was a really nice way to, uh, to make this track flow into track four. You know, we had, uh, Patrick put together the, the sequence for the record, which was originally a four-song EP. And then really last minute, I mean, maybe a, a week before we were mastering, kind of putting together the final sequence, he suggested adding this track as the third one. And he said, do you have a title? And, you know, I'm not a, a title guy. I'll, I'll just date them the date that I wrote them. And I actually, I kind of liked calling it May 31st, 2020, because that's what the song was. It, it was a snapshot of my mental state at that time period. I just sat down and kind of... It's a significant 
time period too. It's significant in terms of what's going on in the world, you know. So I feel like anybody who's lived through this time could think, oh yeah, May 2020, this is exactly. the time of the pandemic, the time of of Trump's America, the time of, of you know, racial uh, protests and all these kinds of things, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff going on. And I sat down and, and just kind of started jotting down working titles. Patrick had suggested a few, and it, it kind of got my mind thinking in that vein. And the thing that I happened upon was that during that time, I felt like we were all in a dark room and we didn't know what was going on, walking around looking for the light switch. You know, I just simplified that to looking for the light. And it, it felt like that was that was appropriate and, and it, it fit the song. <laughs> 